Folks, this is your host, Tammy Tucky, and you are now listening to the Tierra Talk Show. We bring you rare interviews with the makers of Disney Magic. Whether they be singers, actors, imagineers, animators, they have all made their mark on the Disney name. Be sure to check out the show notes, other episodes, contests, our social media pages from Facebook to Twitter, and more on our official website at www.thetierratalkshow.com. Are you looking to plan and book an upcoming Disney vacation? Contact the Tierra Talk Show's official travel agent, James from Destinations in Florida, by visiting destinationsinflorida.com backslash tiara. For a free quote, the link is also included in the show notes on our website. All guest opinions are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the opinions of the Tierra Talk Show or the host. The Tierra Talk Show is not associated with the Disney Company. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. And from all of us here at the Tierra Talk Show, have a hoop de doo day. I'm excited to welcome this week's Tierra Talk Show guest, dancer and original Mouseketeer, Bobby Burgess, to the show. Welcome, Bobby. Thank you so much. It's great to talk to you all the way out here in Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, are you nice and warm over there? <laughs> well, today we have some rain, which is very unusual for our area. <laughs> Ooh, but, but yeah. it's going to be helpful for the plants, though. For sure, we're in a drought, that's for sure. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But we're we are so glad to have you on the show for our first interview of 2015. And not uh, only are we celebrating this first interview of 2015, but we're celebrating your brand new book, which is titled Ears and Bubbles, Dancing My Way from Mickey Mouse Club to the Lawrence Welk Show. So many people ask me why I was writing a book, and I, I would tell stories to different fans and different friends, and they said, you should write a book and put them all down. And and I did, as you can tell, because you read the book, right? Absolutely. And I loved it. You really do have insights into other projects you did besides Mickey Mouse Club and Lawrence Welk. And I do love reading about Mickey Mouse Club and Lawrence Welk, but I love hearing about other stars that you've worked with. Of course, you're a star. So, you know, stars working with stars. I love hearing about that and, and teaching other students how to dance, too. I think that's fantastic. And you still, right. have, a, you still have a dance studio, correct? Well, I have Burgess Cotillion. That's ball- ballroom dancing and etiquette. And I have it in Long Beach, California. And I also have uh, 1,600 kids, believe it or not. And all my wow. four children work with me. They're adult children now. They're not kids anymore. <laughs> but I enjoy doing that and to pass my knowledge on to the next generation. And so you're, you're still dancing and having a ball with it. <laughs> I certainly am. And I'm dancing with my uh, third partner from the Lawrence Welk Show, Elaine Baldwin. Wow. Uh, and uh, you know, and then th- this being the first interview of 2015, you know, that's the 60th anniversary of the Mickey Mouse Club, and the 60th anniversary of the Lawrence Welk Show. Besides, <laughs> so it's a big year, big year. Holy cow! I, I, it doesn't seem like that long. Does it really seem like the day after you first ended the Mickey Mouse Club? Right? It doesn't really well, feel that long. It's nice because we've stayed in contact. We really are a big family. Both both shows were a big family. We send Christmas cards to each other. We see each other at weddings, and, and we get together with parties and, and reunions and collector's conventions, and, and so it's like we've never been out of touch. My son Robert is best friends with Mouseketeer Tommy's son named Casey, and I go to a Kentucky Derby party every year, the Mouseketeer Sherry holds with the Mouseketeers and you know so we're still you know like the song says through the years we'll all be friends wherever we may be and we are Lawrence Welk always said it was his musical family in fact I met my wife by by being on the Lawrence Welk show she's the daughter of Myron Florin who played the accordion all those years and believe it or not 
where I proposed was Disneyland. Um, I, 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 and okay, it's very beautiful at night at Disneyland. You know, the, the lights are twinkling, and they were playing When You Wish Upon a Star. And at that time, they had the Skyway ride, or the bucket ride, from Tomorrowland to Fantasyland. And when we went through the, the, the Matterhorn, I, I, I proposed, and, and she said yes. We had a nice romantic kiss, and uh, that's something we'll always remember. And we've been married 43 years now. <laughs> but um, when, when you're speaking about family, it's very interesting to read about what went on behind the scenes when you were not filming. One of the really fun things we did is we went to Australia in 59 and 60, and uh, we were more popular over there than we were here. We were like Elvis. I mean, they tried to rip our clothes off and t- turn our cabs over. And when we would sing and dance, they would scream. And we got all kinds of gifts. And, oh, my gosh, that was really fun. But the most fun I had on the Mickey Mouse Club was the Mickey Mouse Club Circus. It was the, uh, 1955. We got to ride elephants and horses. And we got to do a trapeze act. And, uh, and that was one of the real highlights. You know, and opening Disneyland was a highlight. You know, the Mouseketeers opened Disneyland back in 1955. Nobody knew who we were because Disneyland opened July 17th, and we didn't go on the air till October 23rd. So, Holy cow, so yeah, our, I forgot about that. <laughs> you know, they had these great MCs. They had Walt Disney and Ronald Reagan and, and Art Linkletter, and he said, here come the dancing children. They'll be on a new show called the Mickey Mouse Club. They'll be known as Mouseketeers. It was one of those hot days, and we were wearing hot wool talent roundup outfits and the some of the drinking fountains weren't working and the asphalt was kind of soft and then we put on these these stick horses and we galloped around in a parade around the hub of Disneyland it's another highlight of the show and you know over the years they have had two other Mickey Mouse Club revamps they had one in the 70s which didn't do too well and then they also had one in the 90s now were you a guest on the 90s one with Annette I'm I'm trying to remember because I remember seeing that episode where they brought some of the uh, 50s Mouseketeers back as a matter of fact um when we went down there, they did our 50s dances, and we did their rock and roll dances, and so we switched places. But yes, that was the first year of the new Mickey Mouse Club, 19, I think, 89, and they let all those kids go, all that first year, that first year group, and then they got the really famous ones. They got the Christina Aguilera's and the Britney Spears, and... Justin Timberlake, who happens to be my immediate neighbor in the Hollywood Hills here. Are you kidding me? So so yeah. are, do you guys just talk about being a Mouseketeer and what the differences you know, were with one another? Oh, for sure. we sure did. My dog ran away to his side. And, you know, I had to go over and fetch my dog, and here he comes. And I said, hey, I'm original Mouseketeer Bobby, and I know that you're wearing a new Mouseketeer. And we talked. He said, my beagle runs over to your side sometimes. So, anyway, yeah, it's very friendly. And it's amazing because it really, I think that we should have, an, I personally think we should have another Mouseketeer revamp right now because it exposes the children of the world to entertainment and theater yeah. and musical theater because, you know, you know, unfortunately, there are many schools near my area which are closing the music part of their school, you know, and it's very sad. I know, and you know what, the Lawrence Welk Show still has great music. It's on PBS in over 290 stations, the number one syndicated show on PBS. So you can watch me dance every Saturday and Sunday, at least in the Los Angeles area. (laughs) And I'm one of the hosts of the show now, the reruns, which is kind of fun. Walt Disney would take his people, his producers around the area, and say, see those kids over there playing in the playground? That's what I want to be, my Mouseketeers. 
And that's what he meant. He meant he meant that he wanted kids that weren't affected when they talked and really weren't real polished. They were just the kids next door, so kids at home could feel like they could be a Mouseketeer. Karen and Cubby were only nine years old when they were on that show to start with. And that's unbelievable. And everybody is gone in separate directions in their professional careers. Tommy is an Emmy Award-winning makeup artist. I went 21 years on the Welk Show and have continued to dance, and now I have, you know, my big cotillions that are going. Um, Sharon did animal costume uh, parts like Dum- uh, Dumbo Circus and uh, uh, po- Welcome to Pooh Corner on the Disney Channel, and Doreen was at Warner Brothers Music, and Don Grady was a uh, very instrumental in in writing music, and he was on My Three Sons, and and so on. And of course, Cubby, he was one of the greatest drummers, and still is. I mean, he he was an played background for all the Broadway shows, and he was the Carpenters drummer all those years. So it was a great beginning. It taught us, you know, to be professionals. It taught us to be on time and to do your very best when that camera turns on. So it it was it was. Very, very good for me because when I got on the Welk Show, I had to do my own choreography. So I had to know all those things in advance. I had so much fun writing the book because uh, it's really me talking. Did you kind of feel like you were talking to me? Because I I hand (laughs) wrote it by hand on Uh, a legal pad. Absolutely. No, it does feel like it's a one-on-one conversation. Are you you considering doing an audio book by chance? I I hadn't even thought of it. But but I think the two of the highlights in my book uh, are... The Welkisms, the funny things that Lawrence Welk said all those years because he had this German accent, you know. <laughs> yeah, wonderful, wonderful. And and then I think the ending is really touching. It's the last time I saw Walt Disney and the last time I saw Lawrence Welk. And only I can tell those two stories. It's called Farewells, the last chapter. And uh, I learned my profession as a Mouseketeer. And then I developed myself and my profession on the Lawrence Welk Show. And what's so nice on the Welk Show is I would get the music and I could help design the sets and I can help uh, ask what costumes I would like to use and uh, research my own dances. In fact, the last five years, I actually got to direct my own dances because I knew that at certain places I'd like I'd like a nice close-up on my feet or I'd like the camera to, to truck from side to side as I move from side to side. You know, so so it was very creative and uh, so I, I just had a great time. I I was lucky. I went from one family institution to another from, from Walt Disney to Lawrence Welk and Lawrence Welk used to tell people, I never had any trouble with Bobby because he was raised by Walt Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Like I lived at Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> Who yeah. wouldn't want to live at Disneyland? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But almost a year and a half ago, on June 24th, 2013, the Stage 1 soundstage where Mickey Mouse Club was filmed was renamed the Annette Funicello stage yeah. in honor of Annette, who passed away, unfortunately, earlier that week, that year. And I can only imagine that this was a bittersweet event for you and the many other Mouseketeers that came well, together I for love. this. I got I actually represent the Mouseketeers in a little talk about Annette uh, and with Robert Iger, the president of Disney Studios, we were right in front of our Stage One soundstage where we filmed all the shows, and they renamed it and dedicated it the Annette Funicello soundstage. Wasn't that nice? And then we had a memorial. Uh, Leonard Malton, the great critic, had seven of us on the stage after showing clips of Annette, and then Frankie Avalon was there, and Shelley Fabre, one of her best friends, and uh, Jimmy Darren, and so on and so forth. So it was it was very nice, but at the same time, like you say, bittersweet, because she wasn't there, and she was such a wonderful person. Although I, I, I would like to tell you my favorite story about her. I live up here in the Hollywood Hills, like I mentioned before, so I was driving my red Corvette down Nichols Canyon Road, which is right near us, 
speeding down Nichols Canyon Road, and there was radar on the bottom. Of there was a policeman there. So he pulled me over, and he said, license, insurance. I said, sure. And then he kept giving me this weird stare, and finally he said, are you Mouseketeer Bobby? And I said, yes. He said, if you tell me about Annette, I won't give you a ticket. And I did tell him about Annette, that she was very beautiful inside and out and such a wonderful person. What do you feel like you take away from the entire Masketeer legacy and the Lawrence Welk legacy? The guidance that I got from it and uh, the friendships that I've made. You know, like uh, I said, through the years, we'll all be friends wherever we may be. And we are both sets of, of the show's both families are still very close together. Like I said, we, we stay in touch constantly, and uh, and that's kind of nice. You know, it wasn't just a job and we left. No, we, we made lifelong friendships. But don't forget, we went through our adolescence on the Mickey Mouse Club. I mean, people could watch me and, and Ned go through adolescence right before their eyes. <laughs> and then I was on the Welk Show for so many years, and every grandmother watched that show, especially a lot, of, a lot of young people come up to me and say, I was at Grandma's house on Saturday night, and I always was sitting in front of that TV having dinner while my grandmother was, was watching with me after we had had dinner. Well, I have, I have three more questions for you. I call them sure. the Fab Three, the Donald, okay. Goofy, and Mickey questions. Okay. So we'll start with the Donald one. So as a child, what Disney film would you always like to watch over and over again? My favorite Disney film was always Bambi. It was always so very touching to me. I really, really loved that one when we were growing up. And our goofy one, what Disney character do you think would be your best friend if you met them in person? Well, you know, I actually was goofy at Disneyland, and, and Mouseketeer Sherry was Minnie. We, we had always wanted to do a character, and I think maybe I, I'd say goofy, but it was really something else because um, I thought, oh, this is going to be fun. So we went out there, and I immediately saw some kids, and they said, I do goofy, and I swung them around, and the, the person that was with us said, you can't swing them around. And I said, hi, kids, how's it going? And they said, Goofy, you can't talk. You're, you're a character out here, and you're just supposed to do pantomimes. <laughs> so I learned a few things being one of the characters, and, and Sherry did too. It's an experience. I've done it too. So uh, yeah. it's a, oh. it, it, it definitely gives you an appreciation for the people who work in fur costumes. You oh, know? for sure. Not yes. only was it hot, but one of the little kids kicked me in the shin, and another one, a couple of teenagers slugged me in the tummy. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I was only out there for 20 minutes, so I really feel for these characters. <laughs> oh, my God. And in our Mickey question, if I asked you to name any Disney song at this moment, what immediately comes to mind? Zippity doo da, zippity a. Or should I say, who's the leader of the club that's made for you and me? M I C K E Y M U S E. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. M I C, see you real soon. K E Y Y, because we like you. M O U S E. M-I-C See you real soon K-E-Y Why? Because we like you M-O-U-S-E Bobby! 